Hey, my beautiful angel, it's Josie Grouse. Welcome to Soul Awakening channel. Today we're going to talk about mediumship and how to know if you have special spiritual abilities to be a spirit medium. So I'm a professional psychic medium, I'm a healer, I'm a medical intuitive, and I am sharing with you what I've learned on my path. How do you know if you are a medium? How do you know if you have any special healing abilities? So let's talk about it. I have four specific ways for you to understand. Now, if you are drawn to this work, if you are interested to know how to develop your mediumship abilities. If you are interested in any way to learn more about spirit communication, how to connect with the other side, you are a medium, period. You would not, for the life of you, be studying mediumship, spirit communication. You will have something else to do. But the fact that you are interested, you're studying, you're learning, tells me that you already have spiritual skills. You have developed them. And remember, we don't develop anything in this lifetime. We pick up where we left off in previous lifetimes, previous lessons that you had to study were related to the supernatural skills, supernatural abilities, whether they were mystical school trainings, whether they were something unique and healing, maybe you were a shaman, or maybe you had a life as, as a, you know, as a village healer, or um, in any way, shape and form. I'm telling you, if you are interested, if you have interest in spiritual subject, in intuition, and in any spiritual abilities, you are a medium. You already have mediumship skills. Now, let's talk about mediumship and intuition. Intuition, we all have intuition without exception. Every single human being has spiritual skills and intuition. That's your gut feeling. That's your inner knowing. That's how you know what to do. That's how you know how to respond in a certain situation. Your instincts and also your higher intelligence talking to you, your soul, your higher consciousness is communicating with you. So you are intuitive. We often block our intuition, the higher intuition. Very few people develop or listen to their higher intuition. Why? Because it's the voice of truth. It's that annoying voice that is going to tell you, you're not happy here at this job, at this relationship, quit, stop torturing yourself. You're selling your soul for something that you're not happy about. Your soul would not shut up. Your higher consciousness is the voice of truth. It's never going to lie to you. If you are in circumstances that are not in alignment with your soul, your higher consciousness is going to communicate with you nonstop. Is there is a feeling of resentment or some kind of you will feel you won't feel good about yourself. So it's easier for us sometimes to ignore that higher consciousness. Okay. I'm not listening. Why? Because I choose to stay where I am. I don't want to change my comfort zone. I don't want to get out, out of my risk zone. So I don't 
challenge myself. I don't learn anything. And I stay where I am. Your soul has to be so loud to you. And you have to put enormous amount of energy to shut it up, to say, okay, I'm not listening. I'm not listening to my intuition. That's why the intuitive guidance, the higher intuition in many people is suppressed. It's just the easiest way for us to deal with our problems. So, but once you open up, your intuition begins to talk to you, your higher guidance begins to, if you're listening to that higher guidance, you are going to fly over your obstacles, okay? You are going to have a vision, the strength, the ability, the faith, whatever you need to get through the challenging situation, the milestones of your life, you're going to have all of that. But Without higher consciousness, you are always going to be like blindfolded, trying to find the light switch in the room. Make sense? Make sense? Okay. So here's the bottom line. If you have any interest in spiritual subjects, you have mediumship abilities. The difference between mediumship and psychic intuition, it's the next level of development. You take your psychic skills and you practice them, you learn them, you train your psychic muscle. I always give this example. Imagine we all have a voice, right? We can all sing with moderate success, but we, you know, we all have a voice. Some are, let's say you have, you may have a beautiful voice, or some of us have average voice and we can hum and sing for ourselves but we would never go out and sing in public but when you practice when you practice your skills you're going to get better right like with everything when you practice your skills you are going to get better and better and better and better and then the voice that sounded like yeah it's going to say oh right with practice 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 and here's the thing with mediumship practicing, okay? You take what you already have and you develop these skills. And if you have interest in mediumship, you have developed these skills for a few lifetimes. So that's why you're here and you're listening to this video because it's like, okay, you're speaking to me. You're speaking my language. That's what I did. And I studied this information for lifetimes. So I'm more remembering here than I am uh, learning. So you have natural spiritual gifts, spiritual abilities. Mediumship is something that you develop. You can practice, you can train your intuition, and you can access these hidden domains, dimensions of the spirit. Okay, that's where your departed loved ones. If you want to talk to your departed loved ones, if you want to communicate with your departed loved ones, hello, <laughs> you can absolutely do that. And look, there are people who have, there are these people who are born mediums. You all have heard stories about someone out there who said, well, I was three years old and I saw an angel. Or I was five years old and my departed love grandmother appeared to me and I knew that she was dying, all of these supernatural abilities. And you're wondering, okay, that's not quite me. Maybe I'm not a medium. Just like back to our conversation, an example about the voice. Look, there are people who are born and they're like, they can sing like opera singers, right? They're so talented by birth. It doesn't mean that 
they are in a way, you know, the you and I, that we don't have that primary force, the voice. They just have it at a much higher level. And it's their path in this lifetime. Now, all of us have intuition. And some of us intuitives are born with a very high sensitivity and high ability to perceive spirit world. But for most of us, if you have interest, you've been on this path before, you have traveled this road before, this is not a secret, this is not something that you are here to figure out, you are just naturally taking this path consciously. Experience, number two. Okay, let's talk about experience. <laughs> now, um, experience makes you curious. Experience makes you want to learn something. Now, in my my personal journey started with experience, and I have trained so many psychics and mediums, and this is very unique. This is very rather universal. We all come here because we have experienced something supernatural. Let's say in my case, I was, you know, my dad died. And before, prior to that, I had no interest in mediumship whatsoever. I didn't care. I was a nurse. I had, you know, I had a family. I had a strong Catholic background. I had very little interest in mediumship, and I was cautious about it. But then, 2003, my dad dies, gets hit by a car, dies quickly, and my world changes. And because it was a shock and a trauma, I... I am now in the position of creating new paradigms, new belief systems that help me to understand this experience of my life, okay? So I had to stop thinking the way I used to think about death because I didn't find the answers. I didn't find answers in Catholic Church, right? I did not find answers somewhere out there. I didn't find answers in books or spiritual literature. I had to go see a spirit medium. I had to get over my fear and go to see, go see a spirit medium and to see how my dad was still alive. Even though he wasn't with me physically, I felt him. I knew that he was still connected to me. And that was the biggest healing moment of my journey. That was the most profound healing that I could ever experience. All of a sudden, the years of resentment and burning pain of losing him so suddenly and so tragically, seeing my family go downhill and so many different things were happening out of my control. I thought I was losing it sometimes. It was difficult. It was emotionally so challenging. It was just hell of a ride. But once I went to see a spirit medium, it's my everything changed. And it changed so quickly. It's almost like I walked in one person. And after the session with the medium, I left that session being a different person. It was just so quick and so immediate. And I got passionately involved in learning about what had happened to me. And I was drawn to this experience because that's what I have, you know, that I wanted to learn all of a sudden my life, my journey, my relationships, 
my situations and traumas led me to see how that mediumship had prepared me for the person that I am today. But that was, again, it didn't came out of the blue. I read a book and like, oh, I want to talk to the dead people. Well, no, not so fast, Josie. Let's take you down that path of losing your dad. And when you're dealing, you know, with your loss, then you seek answers. If they lead you to mediumship, that's where you belong. Okay. Now, next thing, fear of death. All right. So for a lot of us who connect with the departed loved ones, there is something that happens. It's almost like um, it's individual for every person, but there is loss of fear of death. All of a sudden, you don't quite see life or death the same way. Well, first of all, because you communicate with the dead people all the time. So it makes sense that you believe that there is more to life than, than what you see, that what you have right this moment, there's more to life. And spirits are all here. Okay, spirits are all here at the same time. You don't see them. Why? You don't see them because you don't have that awareness of their presence. But when you shift, once you know they're here, once you know they're by your side, then you can, you can connect with them. So fear of death. Throughout my life, even if you don't, you don't have anything to do with mediumship, but throughout your life, you had situations and experiences related to your understanding of life and death. That's when you will have more interest in mediumship, per se. Now, when I was studying nursing throughout my life, I can remember there were people dead or dying in my family, like my grandmother, loss of some extended family early on. Then my dad's younger brother, he had, you know, he was one of my like really good friends. He was my almost, he, this guy, this man had such a unique he was a grown-up child, so to say. He couldn't hold a job. He had a child with a woman, but he couldn't play a parental role. He lived with his parents in and out of jobs. He was a good man. He had such a good heart. And then one day, he has a fight in the bar with some guy. He pulls out a gun. He shoots the guy. And then later, kills himself. So what is that about? That puts you into so many hours of contemplating life and death, let me tell you. So that was one situation. And also, before, as a child, I died three times. It's like I was, so, I was trying so hard to depart from this planet before the age of five. So that was another clue. Secondly, thirdly, rather, I was a nursing student, and I was... Just starting in a nursing program, I remember just remember uh, like the first experience that you have with a nurse. Well, nurses have the same first experiences with their patients. I was a nursing student entering the hospital for the first time and I was assigned my first patient, my first ever real life patient. I still remember it like it was 
it was yesterday, even though it was like 20 years ago. I see this man, older gentleman, lying in his bed, breathing heavily, not talking to me. And I don't even know, like, maybe that's a normal thing, you know, to have someone on a hospital bed who is just doesn't look well and look very sick. They look very kind of stressed, <laughs> so to say. But, you know, I did what I needed to do as a nursing student. I took care of him. And um, for that assignment, for that nursing practice, you have two days. You have two days of practice with the same patient. So my next day, I walk in. It's really early in the morning, like 530. I'm there early because I want to get there before everyone else. I want to take care to look at his chart. I want to study his health history. I want to be the best possible nurse professional for that patient. And I walk into this, into his room so early in the morning and he's not breathing. And I'm like, I couldn't understand. I, I was, I was a bit confused. Like, oh, wow. Amazing. That's so strange. And then it hits me. He's not breathing. Okay. It's He's not breathing, he's not moving, and he's not alive. I run out of the room, I yell out, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Anyone, nurses, can you please take care of my patient here in this room? Doesn't He's not breathing. And they were like, oh my gosh, we forgot to tell you. We're so sorry, we forgot to tell you. He actually passed on, he passed away at midnight. So we're just waiting for the family to come in. They will take care of him. My second day. <laughs> nursing job and this is my reality all of my other students attending to their little ladies their nurses you know they're they taking care of their patients feeding them breakfast washing their hands their faces taking them out on a walk i have to wrap the body and take it down to the morgue with my nurse <laughs> how many what do you think like at what point you you just get snapped out of the fear of death okay at what point you realize that life and death it's all one coin there are just different sides of that so in my experience even before i got into mediumship i was already questioning a lot of the situations related to life and death and i was losing the fear of death it was less and less and less important to me or something that i i wasn't i wasn't afraid of anymore so that's why i think my ability to communicate with the spirit world it's not because i'm super talented or anything of, of that nature it's because i lost that fear of death at least you know understanding what death in life are sort of in in the conscious of experience my fear of death was sort of removed out of my sort of pursuit for the mediumship for the future medium possibilities so whatever wherever you are whatever you're going through if you had experienced in your life there were many events that were telling you okay this is life is not the ending okay because Whatever happens, life goes on. If you had experience 
people leaving the planet in your friendships, you know, your family, extended family, you begin to think differently, right? You begin to ask different questions. Okay, so that's another sign. If you had many of these events, you will be asking questions about mediumship, okay? You will. One way or another, you'll have, you know, where do the souls go? What happens to them? And all of these sorts of questions. And finally, number four is a spiritual path. Some people have their journey to through their soul's path leads them to mediumship, okay? And they have a true genuine pur uh, purpose to heal people through mediumship, to have some kind of, it just, it's a desire, okay? And here, number one, it was curiosity, okay? Learning, I want to know more about it. Here, there's somebody who is born and they do see spirits. They do see departed people in their lives. That's their spiritual path. And that's their, it can be a gift for them. It can be a curse for them unless they find and they reconcile these supernatural abilities with the way things are, with the way they live their lives, the way they see the world. If they cannot reconcile their spiritual abilities with their lifestyle, with their relationships, they will struggle. So they have to find a path for that gift to be expressed. They have to be able to live through that gift. They have to be able to bring it to the world. And they also have to accept their own path, spiritual path, as a, as a medium. Okay? And that's, how, and that's how it works. Remember this. Path is not for everybody. But if, you're, if you feel through this video at any point in time that you felt like, okay, I feel like she's speaking about me. I've done that or I have experienced. Be sure that you are a medium, that you already have something to do with mediumship. It doesn't mean that you have to pursue this path, but you better understand what it means. You better really take time and explore this possibility and then just see what happens. All right, I hope this video was of service to you guys. If this is your first time on this channel, Give it a like, subscribe, please, and thank you. And tomorrow we'll talk about elemental spirits. I know many of you guys have asked in the comments about elementals, elemental spirit energies, our guides on our planet. How do they help us? So that's tomorrow's video. So far, so good. Be well and blessed. I'll see you in the next video.